and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. We've been talking about work and more so the doing part of it. We want to go out and say, I have done and I have seen heaven back me up. I have seen the blessings of God manifest in my life. In our last conversation, we talked about Genesis where God blessed them and then God said to them. Now we say that the blessing of course, will come before the saints. So God will not give you an assignment which he has not blessed you for. So he's already blessed you and then he tells you, my friend, go and do this. Go and manifest. Be fruitful and multiply. That's where we are at CTC, where God is telling us, go out. Be fruitful and multiply because there's something inside of you that needs to be seen in the world. Now, we talked about um, blessings and we said mm. that we need to redefine this word. Yes. We were talking about when men say blessing and God says blessing, of yes. course, these are two different things. Absolutely. And you promised that we are going yeah. to look at Deuteronomy 28. Yes. And why, why we need to look at Deuteronomy 28 is because this is the famous blessing chapter of the Bible. Yes. When I say famous, I don't know if you're like me, but when I grew up, and in the, in the church circles and in the believer circles, this was the scripture we thought we should quote. And by quoting it, it would make things happen. I mean, we even had occasions where in, in weddings it was declared. Yes. Over couples. You know, may you be blessed going in, going out. I know you like to talk about we shall be the head, not the tail. So we really go into quoting this scripture without context. And so today when we look at it, we want to look at it more in line with the doing. Because suddenly you'll realize that in our mind, faith simply meant saying this. And eventually, somehow, if we, if we quoted it by faith, these things happen. would happen. <laughs> and suddenly we realized the only thing overtaking us seems to be the opposite of what we are looking for. So on closer examination, we need to look at what is the key issue in this scripture. If we miss the key issue, everything else falls apart. And to do that, of course, let's start with verse 1. And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. Okay, so for us to get context, you must understand that this is almost past tense to something. Mm -hmm. If you obey the commands that I give you this day, meaning there are certain commands already given. Now if you obey them and you're diligent to do all that I have said, then, do you see the progression? There is a command, there is a doing, and then there's a result. In our world, most of us have seen this as yes, we understand the commandment, and then we take this and we contextualize it into a moral issue or into a spiritual statement. God said, if you pray, he will bless you. If you, we try to twist it. And I think also when I see this, yes. we also have this thing of, when I do this, then God will do this. Yes. He will keep his part. Yes. But God's talking here. He's already telling you what we saw in our last conversation. Yes. He's already blessed you. Yes. He's put principles in place. Yes. But he's talking to a people who have lost mm -hmm. how to hear God and interpret yes. him. So he's talking to you a language. Exactly. That if you do this thing, the Lord will set you above all the nations of the earth. Exactly. Now God has already set you above. Yes. Because if you do this, the principle is already That's in place. That's it. Now, we have to understand, this is Deuteronomy chapter 1. Mm -hmm. Backstory. Yes. Deuteronomy is chapter the second, chapter this 28, yes, but, but it needs to go back to Deuteronomy chapter 1 wow. for us okay. to understand it because the whole story going on from chapter 1, I want to print the context for you. So 28 is a culmination, okay, of what? Of number one, the second generation in the wilderness, mm. all right? The first has died. Now, this is after 40 years. This now. is after 40 years. Okay. So now they are being given strategy. Now, even a lot of things Moses says now are being repeated. He had said it to the first generation. generation. In yes. fact, many biblical scholars will tell you due to means second. Means the same principles being repeated a second time. So, what is the issue here? The issue is these people, now let's get practical, not spooky. Okay. This is a nation that has been slaves. All right. So, they were born slaves. By the time we are in this generation, they are third or fourth generation slaves mm. okay now if they are born slaves they do not understand how to live in freedom mm. hmm. so we see the generation that is born slaves yes moses talking to them again yes because i mean if you left um egypt when you're one year old yes you're not among the people who could exactly enter. but there is somebody else who was born yes 
And in some the of them are born in the wilderness, yes. but who are their parents? Mm. The Freed slaves. slaves. What yes. is the only information they know? Slavery. Either the wilderness, yeah. luck, or Egypt. Yeah. You know nothing. So what is going on? Moses now is telling them how to live in the land. So the things he is commanding them cover every strata of life. Mm. I want you to pay attention to that particular statement. Okay. Everything from Deuteronomy 1, if you go all the way and get up to chapter 28 where we are, you'll discover it covers all areas of life. That means spiritual, moral, intellectual, economic, family, government, civil, mm. health, anything you call life, life yeah. is covered in those 28 chapters. And they are being told how their model will work as compared to the models of the people where they are going. I think maybe also when you say that... Um Everything is covered in those chapters before yes. we now get to 28. Yes. That us, we don't read 1 to 27, we want 28. Yes. Now, is it possible maybe briefly, like we let's go back to chapter 1 to 27, yes. pick up yes. different things that has been spoken uh -huh. for us to see what you're saying. Yes. I mean, yes. if you come and tell me health is covered, I mean, that's Everything. not a thing. So, yeah, yeah. going back so, into... So, let's, let's look at some scriptures mm -hmm. so that we can uh, literally see. You see, let me be, you see this where the church is. We have selected very core issues mm -hmm. out of Deuteronomy 28. Every time you hear Deuteronomy, the few things you will hear is people pick out 818, <laughs> where we get our famous scripture. Yes. When you have eaten, and have been full, full, have entered houses, do, do not forget the Lord your God. We focus on, do not forget the Lord your God. your God, which is not bad, but it's a slim space. Then we talk about you shall be the head, not the tail. Mm. Don't talk about you shall be... You shall lend only and not borrow. We pick, like, like I like saying and I'll repeat, we treat the Bible as a menu instead of treating it as a manual. Mm. So we pick from Deuteronomy the things that we feel, this one applies to exactly. me now. Especially when it comes to the issues of, yes. if you don't follow this word, yes. these curses will follow you. Yes. Nobody seems to say, let me tell you, mm -hmm. I'm going to read this thing and see yes. if there are curses mentioned here that I can see in my life. What is happening? No and, and, for the and what was the result of the blessing, mm -hmm. of the curses? Not doing these things. Please pay attention. The curses or the absence of the blessing were a result of not doing these things. So there's something you've been commanded to do? Yes. If you do, blessings will overtake. Yes. If you don't. Yes, so the curses... <laughs> Let me say this. Yeah. Many curses don't need deliverance. They need work. Hmm. Simple. You didn't do certain things you are told. You, the result is a curse. Meaning absence of what the blessing should look like. Hmm. Then you say, we are cursed. We need prayer. Sometimes the curse is removed by work, not by prayer. But remember, these slaves, this person who came from Egypt. Yes. And they saw um, their fathers in slavery. Yes. Now, that person will say, we are under a curse. Yes. Our lives can never change because even our ancestors were there slaves. But it's because the mentalities that your ancestors had that's you a brought problem. them all the way to where you that's are. That's a problem. So like you're saying, yes. that is not deliverance. That is, does no. not need our no. deliverance. It the, needs breaking yeah. that mentality. The, the type of deliverance it needs mm. is a mental one. Okay? okay? Now, the reality is this, that now they were being taught, ex-slaves and ex-wilderness wanderers, yes. how to live in a civilized manner. Mm. How to live in a city, in a nation. How to run everything from politics to social affairs to economy to marriage to children. That was what they were being taught. Now, I want to ask you a question. If these people are coming from Egypt, yes. coming from the wilderness, yes. and these people are a pattern for us. Yes. When God promises to take us to a land, we want to tell him how we want to live there. There you go. Yes, he's telling them, before you enter. Let me tell you the secret. Let me tell you how to live. Yes. When you enter the land that I am exactly. giving you. Exactly. Now, we in TCC have said something, that God is giving us the power to create wealth. But mm -hmm. this power is given in a place called the land. Mm -hmm. In this land, now we are seeing him telling people, this is how to live. This is how to live. Every area and of it your is life. absolutely practical. Wow. They're told you do not deviate from these things. Mm. Do not. We always think we, we, we zero it down to good behavior. No, this is about strategy. Mm. This is how to live in the land. In other words, this land is not like Egypt. If you try to live like Egypt, you'll either choose to be a master or a slave. Mm. Yeah. Don't live like Egypt. Neither live like the people you're going into. So for the people in the land where they are, 
There's a way they live. They think they've managed something. No. I designed that land myself, God, yes. to respond to certain realities. Mm. Right now, there are people living in that land. Those people are not above the nations, mm. yet they are living in the land. When you live in the land, my way, I will set you. You shall be set above. Mm. I hope we printed the picture well. Oh yes. So to, oh, yes. To, to show you that they were dealing with every issue, we are going to look at some scriptures drawn from just a few from those uh, different chapters to show you how practical. God is. God is when he was giving instructions. <laughs> okay. Right? Deuteronomy 22.8. Yes. Now, this one, I want you to think. When I read this scripture, we will tell you what it is what about. What category is it? In? But you think before we even say it. Yeah. So that you see, if you're tracking and you're understanding that in the land, God has given you principles of how to do everything yeah, in life. Yes. Now, Deuteronomy 22.8. Yes. When you build a new house, mm -hmm. then you shall make a parapet for your roof that you may not bring guilt or bloodshed on your household if anyone falls from it. What is God talking about? Think about it. <laughs> God is involved in construction. Yes. He's saying when you construct your house, put a parapet. Parapet simply means a barrier mm -hmm. on the roof because how did they used to build? They had flat roofs. People sat on their roofs in those days. It was a comfortable place to be, especially for the sunset or the sunrise mm -hmm. when it's cooler in the day. Yes. And because you remember even uh, in the book of Acts, Peter was praying at the roof. Yes. When the angel appeared to him. Mm -hmm. That's the principle. Okay. So he's telling you when you do that, please think of others when you're building your own house. Mm. So that if somebody is there or playing or doing whatever, they do not fall off the edge and the death be on your hands practical so this god is telling them your building put a parapet a parapet yes you said a parapet is is a, a place a guardrail all right uh, or, or a wall that that protects mm -hmm. yes now why i'm asking that is you notice that somebody who's already doing this not somebody who's coming from egypt not somebody who's been in the, in the wilderness for 40 years god is being practical with them yes. he's telling them listen this should be common sense but not for you yes where you're coming from, this you, don't know this you don't even know. You don't know this as a slave. And notice when you build your house. So you'll be building. You'll build houses. Okay. And of course, later, another conversation, you're going yes. to go back to the issue of yes. when I take you to the land, you will enter houses you did not build. Exactly. We look at that. All right. Deuteronomy 23, yes. 12 to 13. Uh -huh. Now, also, if you shall have a place outside the camp. Now, listen, this is God talking to them. Yes. And now, see... See, Moses telling them that this is what God is telling you. Mm -hmm. But if you hear what God is telling you, we are so used to thinking God that God is always, thunder. yes, thunder and telling us about spiritual things and, and telling us about and heaven. Now, see, Moses, the same way we are standing here telling you, picture this is Moses. Yes. And he's telling us, yes. You shall have a place outside the camp where you may go out, mm -hmm. and you shall have an implement among your equipment. And when you sit down outside, mm -hmm. you shall dig with it and turn and cover your refuse. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Please. God has gone to sanitation, guys. Sanitation. You know when you read scriptures like this, it's interesting because you're like, wait, I am now going to read Deuteronomy again. Yes. And I want to see the different places Without being spooky. instructions. S simple. God is talking sanitation. Now, imagine this. Uh -huh. You don't do this, you will not get a blessing. Mm, you shall dig with it and turn and cover your refuse. Don't listen, don't just go and leave this. There's no OOD there. There's no OOD yes. in the Old Testament. Yes. God is telling you, cover your refuse. There you go. That sounds like it's common. But with slaves, it is not. Can I tell you something? If you go to the village and you see the village dog or the village cat, yes. they know how to cover. Yes, animals know. Animals know how to do that. God had to instruct these guys because coming the from damage. the wilderness, you yes. do not know yes. the damage in your head. Exactly. I love what you're saying, that when you go to Deuteronomy 28, yes. and you're told when you do these things, which things, cover your refuse, man. That's Simple. what God is telling them. God is basically <laughs> saying, you want a bigger house. Is your small house in order? Mm. Simple, practical things. Yes. Are you able to keep it clean? Do you remember to flush the toilet? That's mm. what God is basically saying. Mm. If it was today, that's what he would have said. Yes. When you go to the toilet, make sure you flush. <laughs> Literally. In our language, but then that's what he means. Literally. Yes. 
Wow. Okay. Right. Deuteronomy 24, 6. Yes. No man shall take the lower of the, the the lower or the upper milestone in pledge, for he takes one's living in pledge. In pledge. Now this has to do with debt. If you read this story in Deuteronomy, you'll see the background to the story. It's talking about debt. How you should release debt. And there was a law that said, no matter how much somebody owes you, mm -hmm. you cannot take what he's using to produce. Okay, wait. So, does that mean God didn't um, intend auctioneers to come? Because exactly. auctioneers take what you're Everything. using. Everything, <laughs> exactly. It was illegal. So, are you a believer? You're an auctioneer? Here's the law for you. Okay. Because the one who owes requires a product to continue producing to pay you. Mm -hmm. So if you take the thing they use, God calls it an abomination. Mm. So you can't take the upper millstone or the lower millstone, meaning what he uses to grind grain. Mm -hmm. You cannot take that. In fact, if you read, go and read to Deuteronomy 24, it begins by saying, when somebody owes you money, you cannot enter their house. You stand outside and call them. Mm. Literally, go and read it. So do you realize now, Babylon does the opposite of what God intended? They break because in. God's intention is for this man to come out of this position. Don't be ashamed. But now, when you come and take the same tool that he's using to there produce, you then you make a demand that, listen, I'm giving you six months to pay me. Yes. But you have gone yes. with his tools of trade. Exactly. So God has a problem with you if you take the past one's living wow. in a pledge. Notice the concept. Mm. The pledge is the debt. Okay. You can't take what he uses to produce in debt. You can't. So, if he has all these other things, yes. can you take everything else and leave the tools Exactly. Of you can take anything. And that's why, if you go and read this whole thing, go and take your time and read 24. You could not take the widow's cloak. What is the widow's cloak? Mm -hmm. The widow's cloak is not her cloak for covering herself. Okay. The widow's cloak is her license to be given. Mm. Just like the beggar's garment. Yes. In other words, you can't take from anyone, no matter how poor, how much they owe you, what they need to make a living. Why is God angry with you? Mm -hmm. Because God tied you who is in debt. Mm -hmm. He tied your blessing to the work of your hand. Now you're taking When the... I take the implement, I'm cutting off the work of your hand. Guys. God has issues with No that. man shall take the lower or the upper milestone in pledge, yes. for he takes one's living. In pledge takes once living, that's the word. Yes. You're taking the his way of multiplying. God is that practical? So these also, are the laws. Now this because I'm saying this mm. because I'm sure it has happened to many people. Mm. If somebody owes you and you tell them, listen, I'm not taking your car, mm. but I need my money in this time. Yes. For example, this somebody being given yes. a deadline. Yes. You've been told, like the sun, yeah. remember something. Yes. Remember that this thing is what you used to yes. come where you are. Exactly. Can you go back and work? Yes. You can put an order of how to be paid, but you can't shut down what is used to pay. Okay. Get the difference? Mm. When you do that, you take away their living and they enter a place called in God's hands. Because mm. how do you expect them to pay you now? Yes. Now God will sort them out, but so will he sort you. Because one thing you will see in the whole of Deuteronomy, there's something God did not like interfered with, like somebody's ability to produce. Mm. Hmm. Because that's where the blessing lies. Oh, yes. Let me right. check. Can I see one more? Deuteronomy 24, yeah. 8 to 9. Mm -hmm. Take heed in an outbreak of leprosy mm -hmm. that you carefully observe and do according to all that the priests, the Levites, shall teach you. Mm. Just as I commanded them, so you shall be careful to do. Mm. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam on the way when you came out of Egypt. So this is about health. And quarantine. <laughs> so even in even if we had COVID, the answer was already there. Mm. Did you know? Why did he say remember what the Lord did to Miriam? Miriam. What was she done to? She was quarantined. Go out now. For let, 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 let me say this again. Okay. Many of us, when we read the story of Lim, uh, Miriam when she was struck with leprosy, and then God says she has to be put outside the camp for seven days, we thought she was being put outside the camp for seven days as punishment. No, the leprosy was the punishment. Mm. The seven days was the healing. Okay, God is a God of mercy. Yes, it was the quarantine, mm. lest this leprosy spreads. spreads. So, listen, that's why some of you heard me during COVID, I said it should not have been the government to tell us to quarantine. It should it have been like... us to tell the government. The Bible here is saying yes. that 
be just as I commanded them, be careful to do. Yes. Do what? All the priests, do, do according yes. to all that the priests and mm. the Levites shall teach you. There you go. Te they should be teaching. Yes. So priests and Levites should be teaching even quarantine. I think when I look at that scripture, you're like, yes, God was practical. Yes. God is telling a people, yes. do this and blessings will Exactly. Come. So now you have to understand <laughs> in context that when, 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 when you hear, do all these things, the church, we have so much, we like to do one third of this mm -hmm. and wonder why nothing happens. We want to keep the spiritual laws, but we do not want to keep the moral and the civil laws. Now, moral simply means how you treat your brother. We are very good about how to treat God. In fact, we fear Him. Yes. But we are very careful. Only when we have to is when we know how to treat our brother. But how we interact with each other practically, civility, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. So we need to learn basic manners. Listen, we need to be taught etiquette if you want to be blessed, mm. if you want to walk in the blessing. That's how serious these truths are. But we've come from a place where we always think that, you know, the things of God are all church-based and meeting-based. And that is why when I go to church on a Sunday, yes. I am preparing to go and meet God. Yep. And when I finish, I say benediction and leave him there. Thank you. Then I get out. Now, you notice, if you left God in a church, these laws are not applicable. I mean, God is not in these laws, and that's why you can do what you want in the week, yes. because God is not with me. He's somewhere on Sunday. I'll go and meet him there. So until we know, wait a minute, God is with us and he's expecting you to live a life where you treat your brother. Exactly. As you'd want to be treated. And, and the, the core statement begins with, if you go again back to Deuteronomy 28, okay. or Deuteronomy 1, 1 and 2, mm -hmm. one of the emphasis is, I am telling you how you must live in the land. Okay. Paraphrased. Mm -hmm. Everything I'm going to tell you is the best way to, to be live. successful and to do well and to operate in the blessing in the land. So, you know, it's very, very, very important for us to understand that as though chapter 28 speaks of blessings, mm -hmm. speaks of how we will prosper and do well, sometimes we want to understand how do you connect our favorable outcomes, our desires, and the actual commands. Mm -hmm. And usually this is where we kind of get lost in translation. Because we thought it was to decree these things. And yet the, the Bible has a way of telling us that there's a very specific way in which these things are going to operate. And though we love the, the Deuteronomy and the, the, the decrees there, I want to again pull one or two scriptures out of that same scripture that connects, yes, it connects the, the work part and the blessing part because we, we, we kind of get lost if you think about it. Up to now, if you've been paying attention, you you may not have realized that when God was saying all the things I command you today, you thought that things that God commands you are always only spiritual. He's calling sanitation a command. <laughs> He's calling health a command. He's calling, so what is a command really? It's an instruction. And you see, why is God doing that? Why is God talking about all these many different issues where we didn't even think he was. Yes. God created the earth. God placed man. And now he's telling man, mm -hmm. if you want to thrive in this place, yes. can you talk about everything? Can you talk about your family, your children? Get out of your house now. Let's talk sanitation. Let's talk health. Let's talk governance. Let's talk everything. That's how practical. That's how you will thrive in the earth. But if we come and say, for example, we like saying the church and the state should be separated. Uh -huh. They should not see eye to eye. You know, I never saw a single prophet who was not confronting a king. Hmm. And kings would come to the prophet and ask. Who anointed the king? Hmm. The prophet. Yeah. They, listen, because who is in charge of the nation? God. They all serve God. So the idea of separation is the biggest lie ever mentioned. How do you separate? Listen, separate church and state, I agree. Okay. Separate kingdom and state, no. <laughs> because when you talk about church, you're talking about activities, mm. rituals. On a day of the week. Yes, that cannot be applicable. In government. That's okay. Yeah. But when you talk about the kingdom, the kingdom comes. No, 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 no. The government is where kingdom goes. Because when the kingdom comes and his will is done in the earth, yes. in the earth covers everything. There so there's go. no way God would say the kingdom come and be done in the earth 
though in the earth separate state. There you go. It can't. So God is about everything. And until we realize that every time we leave that place called the church, and that's our downfall, that's our mess, that's our weak, uh, weakest link, yeah. that I'm going to church yes. and then I'm going home. So when I'm going home, what I do here, in fact, you'll be like, uh, man of God, why do you care what I do outside the church? There you go. Because to you, that doesn't concern you. Wow. And that's the thing. And, and we need Deuteronomy to understand. Yeah. 28, yes. my friend. And, and let me just say this as we look at 28 verse 8, because okay. it's going to be crucial, mm -hmm. about how blessing and work is connected. There's this issue that when you start bringing practical truth to believers, they say you're secularizing the church. Hmm. Okay, wait. When you tell people how to live and be blessed and multiply and stop living in this mentality of give me Lord, give me you're Lord, and God is telling you, you have everything, you're being materialistic. And in fact, you're supposed to be taking us to heaven. Why are you bringing us business in the earth? Hmm. That is the problem. Yet, in God's commands, I want you to go from 28 to the end. You'll find only in the preamble, the first chapters of chapter 1, that God reminds them of the laws. I'm the Lord your God. Do not do this. Do not do that. Yes. That's moral, hmm. spiritual. When he finishes with that posture, internal, he goes straight. The rest of the chapters have to do with what to do, hmm. not who you are. He establishes who you are and who and he then, is. Then tells you, now that we've got that out of the way, mm -hmm. these key issues are important. This is what you need and it to means do. being filled with the Holy Spirit does not teach you sanitation. Hmm. Does not teach you strategy. Does not, some things you have to learn and be taught. God had to have Moses teach them how to go and do toilet. They were with the presence of God when mm -hmm. he was teaching them. Yes. Practicality. God is practical. Yes. So when we talk about work, 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 we are simply saying that we are not just talking about work to get money. We are talking about work to make our environment yes. conducive for manifestation. There you go. All right. Deuteronomy 28.8 And the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. So, look at two things. Remember we talked about blessing is something that is endowed. Okay? And then, what you set your hand to do. Yes. He says, he will command the blessing on you, notice, in your storehouse. Okay. It is already on you, but it is also in your storehouse. Yes. What is the connectivity? Now, I don't have time to break down all of this, but usually in scripture, the storehouse simply, simply represents the one who is sent to you. And if you have time, go and see our, our, our series on Melchizedek. Where we talk about the priestlyhood, the priest, the priesthood, and what do they bring? All right. Yeah. So what does it mean? The blessing, like I said to you, I can't give you a blessing, but I can activate a the blessing, blessing in you. So God will command the blessing in you on your storehouse. You see the principle. Mm -hmm. So the storehouses, plural, are people who are able to activate the blessing in you. After they activate it, whatever you put your hands to do. Hmm. Now before we go on. The Bible says, he will command the blessing on you in your storehouses. Let's go back to that statement again. Yes, yes. Explain that statement again. Put it this way. In God's intent is for you to function in the land, right? Let's take Moses. Mm -hmm. Moses is like a storehouse. It is through him that these people will be able to carry out what is being said. Mm -hmm. So God speaks through Moses. Okay. When Moses gives them insight and clarity, they're able to then operate. So it means when we say we're in ministry or we are called and we have grace, grace primarily means the ability to activate in you mm -hmm. what you need to function where you need to go. So before we go on, let's talk about this thing. You're talking about storehouse and you're saying that storehouse, the Bible here says that he will command the blessing on you yep. in your storehouses. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's yes. talk about the storehouse here again. Yeah, so a storehouse generally, in simple terms, a grace carrier, grace simply means the ability. And I, I told you when we studied grace, grace is so big. Okay. So let me give it another dimension. Yeah. That it means the ability of one to activate in you what God placed in you so you can accomplish what God desires. So that is an instruction. Yes. When you come and say, now here is a priest in office yes. who has knowledge, you mm. need an instruction. Yes. So here is uh, someone who is able to 
bring out mm -hmm. your instruction through yes, the teaching. Yes. You take your instruction, uh -huh. go and manifest. Yes. Or okay? Now here's the problem. Mm -hmm. He doesn't tell you what what to do. Yes. He tells you what time it is. Mm. Let me put it another way. What kairos it is. What season it is. What is available within this time. He may, okay, he may even give you parameters of what's available. For example, Moses told them what is in the land. Mm. Say there is gold. There is animals. There is this. There is mm. that. He didn't give them break down things on what to go and do with those things. Okay. Now that there is gold in the land, mm -hmm. I'm not telling you, okay, fine, go get the gold. And then after that, you make jewelry. You, it's industrial. There you go. He did not. Meaning, mm. we are back to where we said yes. that do not sit down and wait for God to give you the details of what you're supposed to be doing. There so as go. much as a priest yes. in office will give you instruction, yes. you, I mean knowledge, you yeah. draw your instruction. Exactly. The, in, in, the, in the instruction, tell yourself and, the details. A nice way to look at it would be this. Even though we sit in this scenario okay. as grace carriers, the reality is this, we have different people listening to us in different jurisdictions. Now, in those jurisdictions, what you will activate will be in your context. Meaning, if you're in Africa, what you may hear is go and get this from the farm or the mine or whatever. Okay, because we are more of a raw material continent. Mm. But somebody else in another place may hear, let us refine it. Let us finish it. Mm -hmm. Let us manufacture it. Yes. Let us. So these are things now that will work between you. That's why you need to be in communication as kingdom people. So and the meanings are in terms of what is workable in the context of the land you are in. Mm. So you're saying here, you could be here in Africa. Yes. And you're hearing gold. Yes. Somebody else is hearing gold, but there's no gold around there. Exactly. So the collaboration. There you go. Is what you're talking about. There you so go. So you can't sit in your continent and now lock God to only what you can see. There you are. God could be telling you, listen, we've opened up the world. It's one global village. And yes. you're saying from this position, you can talk to a brother a sister in another continent who has what you want to do in your continent. I mean, yes. guys, there's a demand in your nation. Today, you'll hear somebody telling you, in our nation, there's a demand for us to do processors. But go. the things we need, the raw material we need is in Africa. There you go. God, I am stranded because I don't know how to carry out my instruction. There you go. Yet, it's Details. the same instruction. And that also means mm -hmm. your storehouse is also not geographic. Mm. Your storehouse is not necessarily... And I know people will ask this question many times. Who, who is my pastor who am i called to who should i be and usually you limit to where should i attend mm. as opposed to who should i hear mm -hmm. all right who do i hear who activates the grace the blessings the blessings i have mm. that cause me to function prosper and bring forth that is what you're looking for that's a principle let's look at another scripture now deuteronomy 28 12 you're still talking about when um we said Deuteronomy 28 and we are looking for the blessings. We are looking at... We the are picking, connection between the issue of blessing and, and work. Alright? Yes. 28.12 The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season. And to bless all the work of your hand, you shall lend, lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. The reason I put that scripture there is we only quote the last part. We love, you shall we love the last part and we say, when? When shall we learn to many nations? Yes. When shall we? When hmm. the Lord opens his good treasure in the heavens. What does that mean? Means when you understand the season you're in. When, okay. And that's what grace carriers do. They let you know what season we're living in. Yes. They let you know what time it is. They let you know what you should be doing now. What you should be engaging with now. When you do that, even in the natural, he said to them, then the Lord will cause the rain to come. To do what? Mm. Come to the land in its season. season to bless the work of their hand. Means if they had not planted. The rain will come. The blessings will be in that rain, but it will activate nothing in the earth. Exactly. I love the way we are seen. Every time we talk about any scripture, yes. we see what we might call for our understanding, partnership. Yes. Of heaven and earth. Yes. Where heaven says, listen, I will open up the heavens. Exactly. I will rain on the earth. But that rain needs to find something. That's there. So yes, hmm. if you hear a prophetic word, a decree, an encouragement, 
or, or, or um, an exhortation, oh, God is blessing you in this season. God is going to make you great. God is going to move you. That is called rain. Mm -hmm. Has the rain found any work? Wow. To connect with, to bring forth? Mm -hmm. So you might leave the, the meeting very wet. <laughs> Happy. Rain full came. Full of all this that rain. Yes. But the question is, did you get why? Mm. Have you put anything down for that rain to connect to? So you should produce? not claim the part of the scripture that says you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow if the rain will not find anything yes. that you have already planted. Yes. Yeah. So when we understand that, then we get to the place of lending to many nations. So I hope we're getting loud and clear. And I hope we understand that what God is basically saying is that we need a clear instruction, instruction yes. per time. That's all. Clear instruction simply means what season is it, if you are to ask me. Understanding the times and the, and the season. seasons and what you ought to do. So once you understand the time and the season, what you ought to do becomes very clear. Oh yes. I mean, let's talk about natural seasons. When it is raining, nobody tells you to put on a jacket or get an umbrella. You know you what know to do. what to do. When the sun is out, nobody tells you to get out in a raincoat. You know what, to, what do. to do. So once you are clear on what God is saying is going on, you know what to do. So when we say that um, a clear instruction has come from God, it does not include the details. Mm -hmm. And we see that in Genesis when he tells Adam, be fruitful. Adam, you go and think how yeah, to yeah. do that. He tells, the Adam, he, uh, he tells Adam here, he places him in the Garden of Eden and tells him, work until now go. we have to sit and start telling us what is to work what is to till because those details god leaves to you yes he says i am bringing the animals to you you think of there what to call go. them there you go do you realize how much we are removing that part of us that has always said that god will give us a detailed instruction mm -hmm. of what to do and that's why many people say i'm waiting on the lord i don't know what to do i'm waiting on the lord to give me details do you know let, let me use ourselves as an example okay I think it was in the, uh, the earlier conversation where you asked the question of us, of what we what call we, work yes. and in this environment. So, for example, to prepare this, do you know the scriptures were already there? Do you know the truth was already in Deuteronomy 28? Do you know I did not print Deuteronomy, uh, <laughs> Deuteronomy 28? Yes. I did not create it. Okay. But you know I had to search for it. Mm. I had to so when you hear it. from God, God can give you a word. What he once said. Let me give an example. When he asked Jeremiah, yes. what do you see? Exactly. Jeremiah had to see. And mm -hmm. Jeremiah had to say, wait a minute, as much as this is a tree, I have to say this is an almond tree. Yes. I see, I see, I see. Yes. Now that part is what we are telling exactly. people. God will not come and tell you this is it. Remember where well, this whole story is, we, we started those days, we would say, as far as your eyes can see. So you must see. Mm. If so let me go see. back to what you just said about you. God has given you a word. And he says, listen, I am in the season yes. for people to experience power to create wealth. Yes. Tell us how you think this beyond is, that. This is how it works. <laughs> so it's clear in my spirit, God begins to reveal to me, speaks to me about the season we are in and mm. the different actions we need to take. Now, that's what I hear from God. But now I have to confirm that it is the word of God mm. and not You have my a responsibility. Thinking. Not my own imagination. Mm. So I go into the scriptures to check if what I have heard is so. Mm. I don't go in the scriptures to look for a word. Mm. I'll say that again. Okay. Maybe I might help somebody. I don't normally look for this. Go through scriptures and find a word to preach. God says, lays a word in my heart. Then I go to confirm that that word is actually scriptural. It is there. And God wants it the way I have thought I have heard it. Mm. Once I get that, I put together the evidence, the proof that this is what God is saying. Mm. And usually, we test it yes. to see if it works yes. the way God has said, and we check if there's any other evidence of anybody else who has done who that. has done this and it is of God. Then we ask, what is the best way? I'm teaching you how I prepare. What is the best way to present this in such a way that people will get what you mean, not just what you say? Mm. Mm. That is up to me. I must use my skills to speak, my skills to put the content together. Mm. By the time we are bringing it to you, our intent is for you to get the whole context and to be able to then act on it. Now, just for like you said, for people to understand that God tells you, you must work. 
you must take the word and work. You have to look for someone in the Bible who did that thing you are saying. Yes. So I can't just come and tell you, listen, you need to go to the mountain. And you need to just go and you'll find a stone on the mountain. That stone, you'll be like, show me where that came from. Yes. And that's why you're saying, when I go to prepare, mm. gather knowledge, yes. knowledge, do research, yes. you're now coming back and saying, wait a minute, the woman with the issue of blood is doing what we're trying to there say. You go. It's in the Bible. But yeah. that particular part, the Lord did not come and tell you, by the way, just amen. Yeah. Chapter this I don't this. hear a voice saying, chapter 6, another voice saying, no. So there's responsibility to in search, your life. To look. And why am I able to do that? The blessing. God put in me the oh, yes. ability to do that. And let me say another thing. God is not expecting you to do it. Mm. Stop repeating my work. Okay. <laughs> He's expecting you to take it from here. And make it work. Mm. That's God's order. Too many believers now want to take what I have gotten. And also go to a place where they finally understand it too. You've added no value to the kingdom. Because now two people understand. <laughs> But no action. Nothing has been done. So when I hear about the woman, I'll be like, okay, so this woman was in a situation for 12 years. Okay, I've been in a situation for this long. So these 12 years is not by there. I'm in five, so I'm going to seven, eight, nine, ten. No. 12 years is to show you length of time. Yes. That listen, it was not a one day. It's to show you, it's a principle to show you it was length of time. Then he talks about she went to many doctors. Now, doctors are not the only ones who treat. There are many doctors of this. That principle yes. of meant to different people could be business, yeah. could be yeah. looking for something. Yes. All right. So I'm hearing myself in her story. And then the story tells me she decided to ignore everything that has happened in the length of time. I don't know how long you've been in your situation. Ignore it and say, I have heard a word. I have heard that he heals. I have heard that he changes. He's in a season to give us power to create wealth. Now, I make a decision to arise and go to that position where I receive power to create wealth. Simple. And Guys, so, so if, 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 if you are part of Israel, nobody yes. expected you to know all those laws by heart. Yeah. But when you enter the land and you reached a place where you needed to do something, you'd ask yourself, do I remember how to do this? Mm. Then you'd go and query the priest. Yes. This that I want to do. Is it the way God said I should do it? Yes. But if you already knew, you didn't call it with the priest. I just said, yeah. if you knew, you just did it. You didn't need to come back and query it. That's a principle here. Getting to the place where you, you, you are querying us less because you are doing more. Mm. Yeah. Not you're and querying us in, more just while you're doing less. And like the Bereans, it is in the doing where you, you prove the word that it works. Yes. So like you said earlier, let's go back. God gives you a word. He lays it in your heart. That's it. All right? God will not come into a sitting room and tell us, guys, over dinner, let's sit and let's talk about this season. So when we talk about being called and saying that, wait, I've had a word that God has spoken. This word, I have to search and take the journey through now. Mm -hmm. And we are going through a journey and we are coming to this place of the road. There is responsibility for us to search. Yep. To look for scriptures to go back and do historical search yes. in this time what were the people doing that's and that's why sometimes you say in those days they used to and people are like, I do okay, my research. Where do you get that research because that's where my blessing lies mm. where do i find those answers that's where my blessing lies mm -hmm. in your own context you'll be able to do the same and i'll marvel at how you do certain things because that's where your blessing lies in other words that's the way god has enabled you mm -hmm. the way god has capacitated you those are the things we are saying for me to research and come up with all this, that's my natural. That's how God designed me. For me not to do it, it means I'm not working. Mm. And that is how, when we talk about yes. this work, that is how we access the benefits of the prophetic or the proceeding word. Yes. You cannot access the benefits of the prophetic or the proceeding word yes. if you're not doing anything. Yes. You're not activating it through the work of your hands. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about blessing, yes. it is through the work of your hands. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Now, while we're here, there's a, a, I think something of importance I'd like to interject. Mm -hmm. Because I feel that this is part of the reasons why sometimes we stagnate, even when we want to do something. Even when we are waking up and we are ready to do. And this is this, that believe it or not, most of us, and I say believers, most of us have been trained. Notice the word trained. When yes. you train somebody in something, they become very good at it. Mm -hmm. We have been trained to hate the prosperity of other believers. Mm. Think carefully in what I just said. We've been trained, so in our natural thinking, we don't even understand that we hate the prosperity of another believer. 
Now, what does that mean? It means we would rather spend our money on strangers and on systems in the name of they are more credible, in the name of they have been proven, in the name of they have a track record. Well, in truth, we've been conditioned to hate the progress of our brethren. Let me explain how this works. You may not realize it. Think carefully. Even when you know of believers who do a certain thing, are they your first priority when you want to do that thing? Wow. When you think about, oh, I know this believer bakes. When you need a cake, do you go to them? Okay. <laughs> Let me say something that I'm hearing. Yes. And I think, like you are saying today, yeah. some of these thoughts, when we say this is a conversation, mm. we are trying to provoke something in you so that you can sit and think and say, wait. Now, here you are a believer, mm. and in this, again, you are told as believers keep company of believers yes not muslims yes not indians there's True. nobody here unless you live in an environment where your estate you have these people and maybe they're not your friend they're your neighbors mm. all right that's all they are so your circle of friends is made up of christians all right then these christians have a narrative that they don't know where they got it yeah. but there's a narrative don't buy from christians yet it's they not don't have spoken. quality it's not spoken your friends are Christians and you're trying to open a business. You're trying to do something. Now, if you say, let me, I want to market my business or like us in the TCC group, we have a business group where we advertise our businesses. But something tells you, Christians don't buy from me. You just put Because I know there's this thing we don't buy from each other. But your friends are Christians. Okay, wait. Do you notice you've already demoralized yourself? Yeah. When, when, when looking at it, I think we were discussing this, yeah. we're trying to ask why. Mm. Why is this so ingrained? Why is it so easy to do it? And we can excuse and say it's quality. We can excuse and say they don't do a good job, they don't have a track record. But I ask, where will they get the track record? <laughs> where will they get the credibility? Where will they be proven? They have to be proven by you. Now, this is what I think, one of the reasons. One of the reasons is because in our quest to have testimonies, we've become competitive. Okay? In the quest to have a testimony, I want to be ahead of you. Okay. So I'm not ready to empower you. Because your testimony will come before mine. Exactly. We have to talk about these guys. Because we have to break some of the things that we have carried up to now. Where you sit now as we are talking, you should be asking yourself, do I empower believers? Do I buy from believers? Do I know a person who is selling something I buy all the time, but I don't buy from them because I will empower them. Now, if we talk of um, quality, because that's our excuse mm -hmm. all the time, why do we find it easy to find quality, to find, I didn't say to ha that they have quality, yeah. to find quality in another, and I'm not trying to be, what do, what do you call, racist is where you are yeah. against color. Yes. I'm talking about religions here. Yes. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to say you must buy Tribal from Tribal religious. Yes. But how comes I'm easy to say by there I'd rather buy from a Muslim or an Indian or than a Christian? Do you realize there's, there's a narrative we are driving which is evil, which is wicked? And you've come to the place where you don't believe there could be a Christian of quality. Hmm. You've not said, I'm looking for a believer of quality. You've yes. said, I'd rather buy because believers don't have quality. Notice the narrative. <laughs> All right? Secondly, I want you to start thinking this way. And, and, and the thing is, there's this. Uh, scripture Galatians 6.10 that says do good as you have opportunity. Do good to everyone. everyone. But it says especially to those mm. of the household of faith. of faith. Most of us have, we have inverted that scripture. We do good to everyone <laughs> except <laughs> those, who are in the those in of the faith. household of faith. As opposed to especially. Now let me ask you a question. We've said it before that a Muslim if they want to do something, they'll look for a Muslim. Yep. Before they go, they will only go out if they can't find a Muslim who is doing yes. it. We say that Jew, Same. their money will go around six times yeah. before it gets out of yeah. there. Meaning they'll not give you business, my friend. If you go to Babylon, you'll come and find different, if I may call them, sectors. Yes. Where somebody tells you, here, we only give business to ourselves. We have this community we have created 
community you have created made up of people from different wherever continents but we only give business to ourselves yes now do you notice it's only christian who goes looking for all those people who are saying i can never give business to you so, so here's the principle i just have a card to you yeah that every opportunity you stop to benefit a brother you slow down the kingdom wow have you ever thought about that how much you are contributing mm -hmm. to the slowing down yes of the kingdom because when you didn't do it with a brother you did it outside so which kingdom grew so let me ask you here when you talk of the kingdom we took our money too yes. and of course we are supporting that kingdom mm. let me ask you a question here is a brother who has a product mm. The loans also. Let's assume. Yeah. He wants to establish his business, so yes. he went and got a loan. Yes. We all don't buy from him. Yes. The bank is on him. Yes. So he will now try to cut corner to do this thing to pay the bank. Because. Do you realize we've pushed him to that end? That's the truth. We've pushed him to that end. Now, this brother, we say maybe he doesn't have quality, but because yes. he's trying to do everything quickly to get money from you. Exactly. To pay oh, please. Where will he get all? You see, that's why the, the <laughs> issue is. This is some of the things we, we learn to do. When a brother produces something for you, it is your responsibility to also put them in a posture of helping them improve their quality. Mm. Basically feedback saying, is good. yeah, feedback, not criticism. Mm. Don't cut them down. Don't tell them how badly they served you. Mm -hmm. Tell them, you know where you're missing out and where you're not benefiting is on this. You've saved a brother and you've increased their capacity. All right? Now, this feeling is so prevalent, I will tell you for sure, that a lot of people who given, uh, you reach a place where you do not understand that somehow in you, believers doing well is an anomaly, even mm. to you. Yeah. Yet, you want to do well as a believer. Mm. Okay? To the level that you are always in debate, let me tell you, to be very honest, yeah. many people do not fight the tithe because it is Old Testament or new. Mm. They do not fight giving because it is old or new. They fight it because they are offended that a minister can increase. Hmm. Hmm. That's the truth. Bottom line, how can he be living so well? Have you heard those statements? <laughs> What's wrong? How can <laughs> he be driving such a big car? What's wrong? I think for me what I'm hearing when you're saying this is where we've, we've actually pushed ourselves to a corner where we are saying, I don't want another believer to increase. I yes. don't want to bless another person. Then I come with all excuses. They don't have quality and they yes. don't have all this. But all my friends are Christians. So if I have a product I'm selling, my friend, you don't have clientele in your circle and of friends. that's why you're failing. Because and that's you why you're buy. failing. Yes. You don't buy from You don't buy from anybody. In fact, guys, Many of us historically have been guilty of this. Oh. I'm not pointing at anybody in particular, but if it sounds like you, just say, ouch. <laughs> Don't talk. Yeah, just to say yourself. Ouch. Yeah. To yourself. Yeah. The principle is this, that you cut yourself off from many people. And there's a big difference between cutting off yourself from people who are toxic to your spiritual work mm. or simply isolating yourself from people because you don't want to relate. Okay? Mm. But then, here is the hypocrisy. The day you have a product that you want to sell, suddenly you're trying to get in touch with all of them. Yet, you did not even keep that door open in terms of relationship. Neither did you get in touch with them to find out what is it that they do that you can also be a benefit to them. You're only interested if they're going to benefit you. you. And if they respond in the negative to your product, you disappear again. <laughs> okay. Do you go out of your way once you've discovered? That's why this scripture... I want you to go and meditate on Galatians 16. It says, mm. as we have opportunity. Now, we're not telling you to go radical and start looking for everybody to buy something from. We are saying, as you have opportunity, opportunity, meaning when you're in a situation and you need something, take a few minutes to ask, is there a way I can get this product from somebody within the kingdom environment that I'll be benefiting? Mm. If there isn't, you are not bound. You can buy from in. outside. Yes. I'll tell you it's happened to us a number of times. There are certain times when we've had to spend colossal amounts of money on certain things and our pain was not that we could afford it mm. our pain is we could not find a believer who is to buy that? it from mm. Mm. that's how it felt yeah i said imagine if there were believers doing this yes we would have deliberately 
bought from them. Now, talk about this before we finish our conversations today. Now, here you are, you have products. This one we have tried to say outside of TCC, in TCC. And we've said, this person next to you, because remember I told you, uh, your circle is uh, all the people in your church, mm -hmm. the people you hang around with, they're all in your church, okay? These people, now this person is selling a car, okay, selling a phone, all right? If I'm selling phones, do you go out of your way to just share those, that page, yes. my page on your, on your page? Please say that's that again. Friend. Please say that again. And that's important. Yeah? We're not talking about me selling the phone, sharing. Mm -hmm. We are saying, you may not be able to buy my phone. Yes. But by you sharing it, you mm. give it credibility. Mm. You put your name behind it. Yeah. You support me even without buying my phone mm. because of the amount of people who will buy the phone because you shared. Okay. So there's that one group we are talking to that listen, it doesn't cost you anything apart from your pride to just share somebody's page. They are selling phones, they are selling pots, they are selling whatever. Just help. Just tell yourself, you know what? I'm starting from today. I'm going out of my way. Let my page be full of products. Let people know I always post things in my page. That's one group. There is the other group where we say, when somebody sells things for you, because somebody yes. is very good with speaking, and they will take, connect, they'll take your product and sell to person A, B, C, D. Stop telling them the Lord bless you. Give commission. In fact, let, let me explain it this way. Mm -hmm. I didn't put that scripture here because it's also in the same Deuteronomy yeah. 28. If you go on down, there's a place where it says, uh, 24, it says, do not oppress your worker or your servant. Mm. Okay? Yeah. By withholding their pay. Yes. That's called oppression. Now, it sounds very good if you think your worker and your servant is the one who's working one you, in your household. Yes. But if you think of the worker as the one who helped you get this benefit, not sharing with them is oppression. Mm. Some people, your business didn't grow because people really promoted your business and told their friends. You're waiting for the Babylonian transaction where people make a demand. Say, if I sell for you, what is my commission? Mm. Let's turn it around and be kingdom. When somebody does this for you, you come out of your way to say, you know what? There was no transaction agreed, but here is something. Here is a token. You did me well. Or you just come and put it, like for example, yeah. now for TCC, come to the group and say, listen, say, this is what I'm selling. And if you have clientele, this is my price for you. Which you is fine. You go sell this and don't go above this. Or I'll give you a commission if you want me to talk That's to them it. directly. In other Guys, words, don't expect to sell your product and expect people to be part of your product when you're uh, grabbing all the profit. Mm, Jacob said, Leban said of Jacob, yes. that I know I am For blessed sure. because, of, because of you. There are some people who sell your products and you will increase because of them. True. You could be stuck right now with, with very powerful products, but there is somebody else who is carrying the blessing of God and they are doing everything about what heaven is saying. Because of them, when they take your product, you will wonder what happened to you. Yes. You'll be like, wait, I've just expounded. Because of you, I have increased. Listen, you could be telling your blessings because you don't want to share your profit with another person. And that person could be a Jacob in you. With capacity. With capacity. To Some of you do not realize that there's somebody somewhere yes. who helped you push an opportunity. Because you did not become a blessing, they lost you in their thinking. Yeah. Yet, they could have become a much bigger door. So I would suggest, if you, some of you are wise, just remember to go back and just say thank you. Not he verbally. We always, yeah. Sorry. Christians, not verbally. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah, thank you, I really appreciate it. No, no, no. You did not get appreciation on the sale. You got a profit. Profit. Yes. So appreciation in profit is not words. So when you talk about be productive, be profitable, we are simply saying some of you might not have the product at hand because you are starting. Yes. You don't have an opportunity to start your own thing. Yes. But you can take somebody else. And because of your connection with heaven, my friend, you are a Jacob, things yep. will increase. And they will say, because of you, I am increased. And that is why we tell you these are conversations. This is not preaching. These are conversations we have as a household where we come and say, my friend, when we say pick up your bed, we are simply saying you could be picking up your bed, but at this point in time, I am my hands, I in somebody else. That's fine. God will bless you there. That's fine. Until you start your own. So do not refuse to take somebody else and tell God until you give me my own.
Alright? So these are conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll repeat again, not preaching. Yeah, no, they're conversations we need to have. Yeah, and we tell people we have to be truthful. Yes. That Christians, you have to become the people who support their own. Let's be selfish here. We are all from the family of God. Support your family. And it is not support being selfish. It's yes. called being kingdom. Kingdom. The Bible actually told you to do it. So when he's telling you, uh, yeah. uh, keep it kingdom, yes. that's what we're saying. That's what we mean. <laughs> so we're not saying you're, you're eliminating the outsider, but yes. you're saying you're prioritizing yes. the kingdom. So today kingdom when you say, keep it kingdom, keep it pure, yep. now you get another meaning exactly. of it. Exactly. All right? God bless you. See you in the next conversation. God bless you.